Chapter Fifty Nine of the Wild Huntress. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California. The Wild Huntress by Thomas Maine Reed. Chapter Fifty Nine the assault with the prospect of such fatal issue so proximate as to seem already present no wonder that our hearts were dismayed at the sight of the wagon moving toward us as the inhabitants of the leaguered city behold with fear the advance of the screened catapult or mighty ram so regarded we the approach of that familiar vehicle now a very monster in our eyes we were not permitted to view the spectacle in perfect security as the wagon moved forward those who carried the muskets drew still nearer under cover of their horses and once more played upon us their uncertain but dangerous shower with the bullets hissing above and around us, we were forced to lie low, only at intervals raising our heads to note the progress of the party proceeding to storm. Slowly but surely, the machine moved on, its wheels turning under the impulse of brawny arms and impelled forward by pressure from behind to fire upon it would have been of no avail our bullets would have been thrown away as easily might they have pierced through a stockade of tree trunks oh for a howitzer but one discharge of iron grape to have crashed through those planks of oak and ash to have scattered in death that human machinery that was giving them motion slowly and steadily it moved on stopping only as some large pebble opposed itself to the wheel then on again as the obstacle was surmounted on till the intervening space was passed over and the triumphant cheer of our foemen announced the attainment of their object risking the straggling shots we looked over. The wagon had reached the base of the butte. Its tongue was forced up among the trees. Its body stood side by side with the granite prisms. The storming party no longer required it as a shield. They would be sufficiently sheltered by the great boulders, and to these they now betook themselves, passing from one to the other until they had completely surrounded the butte we observed this movement but could not prevent it we saw the indians flitting from rock to rock like red spectres and with the rapidity of lightning flashes in vain we attempted to take aim before a barrel could be brought to bear upon them they were gone out of sight we ourselves galled by the leaden hail, were forced to withdraw behind our ramparts. 
a moment of suspense followed we knew not how to act we were puzzled by their movements as well as by the silence in which they were making them did they intend to climb up the butte and openly attack us what else should be their design what other object could they have in surrounding it only about a dozen had approached under cover of the wagon was it likely that so few of them would assail us boldly and openly no beyond a doubt they had some other design ha what means that blue column slowly curling upward it is smoke see another and another a dozen of them from all sides they shoot upward encircling the mound hark to those sounds the swish of burning grass the crackle of kindling sticks they are making fires around us the columns are at first filmy but soon grow thicker and more dense they spread out and join each other they become attracted toward the rocky mass they fall against its sides and wreathing upward wrap its summit in their ramifications the platform is enveloped in the cloud we see the savages upon the plain dimly as if through a crepe those with the guns in their hands still continue to fire the others are dismounting the latter abandon their horses and appear to be advancing on foot their forms through the magnifying mist loom spectral and gigantic they are visible only for a moment the smoke rolls its thick volume around the summit and shrouds them from our sight we no longer see our enemy or the earth the sky is obscured even the rock on which we stand is no longer visible nor one of us to the other throughout all continues the firing from the plain the bullets hurtle around our heads and the clamor of our foemen reaches our ears with fierce thrilling import we hear the crackling of faggots and the spurting hissing noise of many fires but perceive no blaze only the thick smoke rising in continuous waves and every moment growing denser around us we can bear it no longer we are half suffocated any form of death before this is it too late to reach our horses doubtless they are already snatched away no matter we cannot remain where we are in five minutes we must yield to the fearful asphyxia no never let us die as we had determined with arms in our hands voices husky and hoarse make answer in the affirmative we spring to our feet and come together so that we can touch each other we grasp our guns and get ready our knives and pistols we make to the edge of the rock 
and sliding down assure ourselves of the path we grope our way downward guided by the granite walls on each side we go not with caution but in the very recklessness of a desperate need we are met by the masses of smoke still rolling upwards further down we feel the hot caloric as we come nearer to the crackling fires we heed them not but rush madly forward till we have cleared both the cloud and the flames and stand upon the level plain it is but escaping from the fires of hell to rush into the midst of its demons on all sides they surround us with poised spears and brandished clubs amidst their wild yells we scarcely hear the cracking of our guns and pistols and those who fall to our shots are soon lost to our sight behind the bodies of others who crowd forward to encompass us for a short while we keep together and fight back to back facing our foes but we are soon separated and each struggles with a dozen assailants around him the struggle was not protracted so far as i was concerned it ended almost on the instant of my being separated from my comrades a blow from behind as of a club striking me upon the skull deprived me of consciousness leave me only the one last thought that it was death End of chapter fifty nine